Jude, as always. I'm sorry I haven't been posting in the last two weeks. I do very apologize, and I wa- I- I'm sorry because I know you guys were waiting for the last two reveals of the AFC, uh, the the West and the East, and I have that already. So Tuesday and Thursday, get ready because I will have those already. But as usual, welcome to In the Box. Hi, folks. It's your Jude. It's your host Jude, as always. And today we have some crazy stuff. Today we'll be focusing on the NBA. Now, you know, if you're new to the channel or you're just new to this segment, it's called In the Box. Uh, it happens every Saturday. And it's where it's not your usual podcast that you hear on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's more kind of rants, uh, talking about all these, like, talking about, like, latest news and talking, debating, if we have a host. But we don't. But sometimes we do. And sometimes it's my boy Sam. And usually it's my boy Sam. So to start us off, as usual, we always start with an opening segment. And this opening segment is interesting because if you haven't heard the latest. Now, I will be covering two of the three trades. I mean, okay, there were four trades. Utah trade for Ricky Rubio. Actually, in a matter of fact, I will get next Saturday. And trust me on this. I will get more into the Timberwolves because a lot is happening there. I want to get into what's happening. So get ready for that podcast. But I'm not really going to talk about the Jimmy Butler trade, the Ricky Rubio trade. If you didn't know, Jimmy Butler is going to the Timberwolves. Ricky Rubio got traded to the Utah Jazz. But I'm not going to talk about that. What I am going to talk about is the trade that happened yesterday, which was Paul George trade to OKC. And we're going to get a lot into that. Same with the CP3 trade. Now, you're probably wondering, why am I not covering the Jimmy Butler? Well, because it happened two weeks ago, and I don't like to cover really old stuff. Now, sometimes I do, but I didn't really want to cover it. It was a very complicated, and there's a lot to go into. So, I'm not going to cover the trade, but next Saturday, the next in the box, I will definitely be covering the Timberwolves' future and what I, what I see the potential. So, to start us off, oh, and to let you know, Blake Griffin will re-sign after opting out of his player contract, will sign a five-year, $173 million contract. If you want to hear even a crazier contract, Steph Curry will sign a five-year, $201 million contract, making $40 million a year. Now, we're going to start with the CP3 trade. We'll go from... Uh, latest to earliest. CP3 trade, if you do not know. The Clippers will receive Sam Decker, Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, and a, I want to say a first-round pick, but don't don't keep me. I don't really, can't remember. I was looking for it. didn't really have a lot. So, a first, I'm pretty sure it's a first-round 2018 pick. Now, the Rockets get CP3. Before we get into the, all the facts... This is the same thing that happened with the Paul George trade, and we'll get later into, is the Rockets literally just traded away three players. Three players, okay? Th- three players for one player. Now, CP3 is good. Do not get me wrong. Chris Paul is a great player. So don't get me wrong that. Six-time All-Star. The problem I have is I just don't get 
how you trade away three players who aren't bad. Patrick Beverly, great defender. Lou Williams, great six man. Sam Decker. Okay, maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. I'm just joking. Sam Decker, you're okay. You're you're okay. But I let's let's start off. The Rockets average 115 points a night or a game, if you would say. James Harden alone averaged 28.5 points a game. So let's let's just get to that point. He's averaging 28, basically 28 points a game. And the first question that we're all gonna have is what is CP3 or Chris Paul? What's Chris Paul's role now in Houston? Because in LA, it was just him. Now, okay, now I'm gonna get loose here. It wasn't just him. I was I'm just saying it was really him playing the guard position. He didn't have like a James Harden right next to him, okay? He had JJ Reddick, but he was the main player that was holding that team together. Now, yes, Blake Griffin was holding it too. DeAndre, don't even get me started. But those two players were holding the team. So we're going to get into the Rockets side of this. What is CP3's role now? Because when he was in, when he was with the Clippers, he was not a role player. He was more uh, like a regular point guard. But now that he's with Houston, the question is, is he going to have to transition from being that point guard to now being a guy who's not going to, like, who's going to not average what he usually averages? Now, if I were to look right here, I'm just letting you know, this is scary. Not too scary, but when you have James Harden and Chris Paul starting... And you have Eric Gordon coming off the bench? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. That could that is very well a scary guard situation. Very uh, front court situation. So now that we've got to what his role is, and we've already talked about it, and as we said, his role is gonna start to be a role player. Now, the Clippers averaged 108 points a game. 108.7 points a game. But that point seven, I mean, they basically averaged 109 points a game, right? Now, the first question you're probably wondering is, how does this affect the Clippers now that they lost uh, Chris Paul? Now, another player the Clippers are going to lose, and he will not, he will probably go to another team. There are reports he's going to go to 76ers, is JJ Reddick. Now, JJ Reddick only averaged nine points a game, but this man could shoot. So, when you have those two guards that are really important, and then you have <coughs> Austin Rivers and Jamal Crawford and Patrick Beverly, you're you're now stuck to believe that you're going to have to count on your backcourt. I mean, your frontcourt. 
backcourt, frontcourt, backcourt, frontcourt, backcourt. You're not going to have to lean on your forwards and guards. I mean, your forwards and centers. Now, Blake Griffin led the team by averaging 20.3 points a game. And I think 108 points is going to go down. Now, the reason is because most of those, if you watch their games, and I didn't get to watch their games, but I watched highlights. If you watch most of those games or highlights, you'll notice that Chris Paul was the one passing to Blake Griffin. Can Patrick Beverly do that? Can Jamal Crawford do that? Can Wesley Johnson do that? Can Lou Williams do that? I mean, they can. I'm not doubting they can, but they're going to make the bigger effects that Chris Paul had with Blake Griffin. And next day's chemistry. I mean, they. I know CB3 was there since 2012, but I mean, they they're gonna have. They had great connection. Question is, is Lou Williams a guy who's known for his problems in the locker room or just not good with? Okay, I'm just gonna stop. Gonna be able to get chemistry with Blake Griffin. Now I'm looking at this team, and there is only two guards who could really, really scare me is Patrick Beverly and Jamal Crawford. Because Patrick Beverly is a great defender. Sam Decker is, I mean, Jamal Crawford is, he's good. He's good. Yeah, I mean, he has handles, but can he drive? So, and the last question but not least is, Will Chris Paul average more or less points? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with less. I'm going to say James Harden way more than 28 points. I know this seems crazy, but you watch, you watch. You just watch and learn. Okay. Now to get into the Paul George trade. Paul George was traded by the Pacers. Now, we're going to get into why they traded him and all that. Paul George was straight to the Pacers. I mean, traded to OKC. For Victor Oladipo, averaged 10 points. And a trash can by the name of something Sabinus. Sabinus, I think that's how you say his name. Sabinus. Dontimus Sabinus. Sabinus. If I didn't pronounce your name, I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. Ooh, they didn't even have stats for it. Like, he didn't, like, they had zero points for him. And then you trade Paul George, who averaged 28 points. So, basically, the Pacers just gave away a player, and they received a player who Paul George is basically averaging triple the points that they traded away. Our first thing is, what are the Pacers thinking? Now, a lot of you looked at this trade and you saw, what the hell? Like, what the hell? I mean, why? Just why in the hell would you do this? Now, here's the first reason they did this. If you didn't hear earlier into the offseason... Paul George reportedly said to the Pacers, when he becomes a free agent next year, he'd rather play for the Lakers. But we'll get into why and all that. But he wanted to play for the Lakers. 
Now, when you become a free agent, the team that you were used to be on does not get anything when you go to a new team. And the Pacers were like, you know, let's get something for Paul George because we know he's leaving. We know he's leaving to the Lakers next season. So why have a guy who's not going to play, who's, who's not, like, he's not going to, it doesn't even matter. He's going to the Lakers next year. So why let him become a free agent and don't have him and get, don't get anything off his top 10 player? Then rather we just trade him and get two decent players. The first thing is the Pacers need to start to rebuild. They need to start Lakers mindset. Start losing games. I mean, there's a lot of players who are going to be up-and-coming great players who are going to college. There's like Jalen Hands, Leangelo Ball. I'm not going to say Lamella because I don't believe in Mello. I'm sorry, Lamella, if you're listening to this. I mean, that would be awesome if you did. But you're not. You're good. You're good. You know, you're better than me. So I'm not going to say anything. But I'm talking about, like, the seniors in high school and college players. There's a lot of great players out there that are coming from college that you could, you know, take advantage of and get them. So let's start with the Indiana Pacers. They averaged 105 points a game, right? 105 points a game. That's really good. But if you take away how many points Paul George scored, you would get 77 points a game. And if you added what Victor Oladipo makes, that's 87 points. 87 points a game. I don't know how you're expecting to win a game with uh, 87 points. Now, they didn't get TJ Leaf, who I'm a big believer in, so hopefully... TJ Leaf can do something, right? Yeah. So, now, the next thing you're wondering is, why did OKC accept this? Like, why, why, why? Why, why, did, why would they accept this trade if they knew Paul George was leaving the Lakers? Here's the thing. Remember, OKC is averaging 106 points a game. Now, before we get into trades, when I first saw this, I thought it was a joke, right? Because I, I saw my me and my friends have this group chat, and we just talk all sports. Uh, but I saw it, and so one of my friends put it on to the, the message, and I thought it was fake. Like, I was like, no, this can't be real. And usually I get, I have like 10, I have like NBA, uh, CBS Sports, NFL. I have every single one you could possibly have. And I just didn't get anything. And so I was like, oh, I'm starting to believe this is fake. And then I saw it, I was like, wait, no, this is, this is real. Like, no, they're not joking. And... When I finally went on to uh, something called, uh, I'm not going to advertise it, but it's called uh, Score. It's a great, great app. I'll leave a link in the description. Um, but, yeah, and it said, Paul, I was like, oh, dude, this is insane. Like, I, <laughs> I need to stop. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the story. 
Now, here is the thing that I think the, the Thunder are now thinking. They're thinking, maybe if we can get to the second round of the playoffs, maybe if we can even get to the third round of the playoffs, may, just maybe, just maybe he might stay. Now, I think he might stay because if the Thunder show they can get to the even the second round, not the first, first is weak. I mean, he's he's been to the first round. The second or third. I'm not saying the third because that's the that's the like conference finals. That's really tough. I know they're probably not going to win, but uh, if they could get to the second round, if I was Paul George, now yes, there's a great there's there is an up and coming Lakers. You got Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Burke Lopez, Julius Randle. I'm just wondering, why would you leave? I mean. You've, you're playing with an MVP. I mean, you're playing with triple-double. You're playing with a guy who got most triple-doubles in a season. You're playing with a guy who averaged a triple-double. You're playing with the MVP. Why would you leave? Oh, that rhymes. MVP, why would you leave? Um, So, I, I don't get it. I mean, yes, he wants to go play, but, I mean, I really think what the Thunder were thinking is, Hey, let's get to the second or third round. Show Paul George who we could be contending if you stay. And thing about is when you have two superstars, superstars want to come. So I think they'll start attracting maybe decent players that want to come play for OKC. Because honestly, who wants to go play for OKC? I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Besides Russell Westbrook, I, I don't see why I would play for OKC. Now they have Paul George. Yeah, I want to play for OKC. We got we got small floor. We got point guard. Maybe a big center. Maybe Stephen Adams. No, we need a shooting guard. I mean, this is gonna be fun, bro. I mean, the Thunder could. Now I know I'm gonna be getting a little crazy, but they could give some. You know, they could. I'm not gonna say scare the Golden State Warriors, but you know they'll give them a fight. There's no in the hell their way they're gonna win. I mean, I mean, it, I was looking on ESPN 2018 predictions. Yeah, they, they already have the Warriors 100% they're going to win the Western Conference. And then, and then they have like 97.97% Cavs, and then they have 98% the Warriors will repeat. So I'm not saying that the Oklahoma City is going to win next year. No, they're not going to win the finals. But sure hell, they are. They could, if, if they could get a shooting guard, if they could just do what the Warriors did, get a shooting guard. You know, I love Damian Lillard. If you don't know, I'm a Portland Trailblazers fan. Most of the reason I'm a Portland Trailblazers fan is Damian Lillard. So, if Damian Lillard left and went to OKC, ooh, ooh, I, I would have to root for OKC because I'm a, I'm a Damian Lillard fan. I'm more a Damian Lillard fan than Blazers. Now, I love the Blazers. Don't get me wrong. It's a great city. Portland, a great city. Love CJ McCollum. It's just... If he went to OKC, I mean, I'm a Damian Lillard fan. I have to go for OKC. So, as always, guys, that wraps up my podcast. Sorry, this one was long, but I had to rant. <laughs> so, as always, it is your boy, Jude Stone.